I'm going to be honest with you all, I've never worked in an office or a corporate environment. However, you'd be surprised at how many cakes, donuts, tins of chocolates and biscuits find their way into gyms, especially around this time of year. And with Christmas coming up and as we enter the festive season, this is the time where that lovely elderly lady who's a loyal customer brings in that tin of celebrations or roses, probably more likely roses. And this is the time where there's going to be more temptations floating around. And the most important thing for me is that you guys are all prepared. You have the knowledge, you have the tips in place, you know what needs to be done to make sure you don't fall short for these temptations. So I'm going to give you three of my best tips today, ones that I've utilized with myself in the past during the gyms and during Christmas period. I'm telling you, the kitchens and the staff rooms are full of chocolates and donuts like you wouldn't even understand. But I'm going to assume that it's even worse in the corporate environment. And my clients have used this, they're tried and tested. So let's dive into the first. Number one is a bit more of a universal rule and you would have heard me speak about this before but it's so important that you have this in place as we enter the festive season which is make rules for yourself so a lot of people when they hear the word rules they will kind of turn the other way and pretend like they didn't hear me and if you have a thing against the word rules then you can use another word that basically means the same thing however the thing is is that we have rules in place for other areas of our life we just don't define them as rules you probably don't drink that much in the morning well you might but most of us won't. We will be like, oh, it's too early for that. But who said it was too early for that? That's a kind of a self-imposed rule that you've adopted at some point and you live by. You have certain rules on how many times you'll eat out a week. Maybe you have certain rules on the way that you raise your children. But just because you haven't formalized them doesn't make them not rules. They're still rules that you live by. And when you formalize them and get specific, they can be really, really powerful. So I want you to create a set of rules around this time of year that's going to help you avoid those temptations. So one, for example, could be you only eat the foods that you prepare at work. You don't eat anything else. And that will be an immediate, anyone offers you anything, it doesn't matter what it is, it's, it's not even on your agenda because you know that the only thing you're going to eat is the foods that you've prepared. Another might be having certain timelines. You know, this is another rule that people don't really realize as a rule is intermittent fasting. If you've chosen an eating window, you have a rule around the time that you eat. And maybe you imply that to your working hours as well. Maybe you say that I only eat within X hours to X hours. If you know that the bad food starts to come around around in the evening, or if you know that your temptations are going to be higher in the evening when you're a little bit tired, and that's going to come into one of our other points, then maybe you create a rule that you say, actually, beyond 5 p.m., I don't eat anymore. You know, my last meal is maybe at 4 p.m. or something along those lines. You just shift that for this time of year. But it's so, so crucial to have these rules in place because they're so helpful. And I'm going to talk about values in the future. I'm going to do a complete episode on that. But once you have a set of rules and you have a set of values, it makes decision-making so much easier. And don't get me wrong, I'm all about people eating what they want around this time of year. But I want this to be intentional. I want you to go and indulge in mince pie if you love mince pies. I don't want you to indulge in mince pies if you don't really like them, but they're just going around the office and you know the smell of them is a little bit tempting. So that is tip number one. And tip number two is to use your prior experience. So I get this a lot when people say, I've never been on a holiday before where I have not gained like two or three kilos, or I've never gone through Christmas or Diwali without coming up the other side of it two or three kilos heavier. Or it doesn't necessarily have to be kilos heavier. It might just be that I wasn't as healthy. I didn't stand by my ground as much as I would have liked to. 
I don't have the experience or I was never on a health and fitness journey before. So what I like to do here is if you've not got a nutritional example of where you stay strong or you stay disciplined, use a different example in life. Where else have you stayed disciplined? What else have you stood your ground by? And it might be something that's seemingly trivial when you actually think about it, but it was a show of discipline. It was a show of commitment. It was a show of determination and use that prior experience. Think of the mindset that you were in. Think about all the ways in which you applied yourself to that situation. And it's even more helpful if you've got a nutritional example. It might not be a Christmas or it might not be a holiday, but what about that time that you went to the social and you said no to alcohol when everyone was offering it to you? What about that dinner party you went to where there were so many temptations, but you were able to stand your ground and stick with what you chose on the menu? Use your prior experience to your advantage. And one example I really like is vegetarians, right? If you've ever tried to give a vegetarian a meat dish or you've accidentally fed them meat or they've accidentally eaten meat, they basically spit out the food, they will turn it away. And in other situations, they might actually say that turning away food is rude. But when it comes to being a vegetarian, they're going to stand by their ground. They're going to be hardcore about it. So in my eyes, if you can apply yourself like that, then you can apply yourself to any other form of discipline. And the thing with the vegetarianism is the reason they are so successful is because they've attached meaning behind it. So if you can find a way to attach meaning behind what you're trying to achieve and then create some beliefs and associations around it, you're going to be damn successful. And if you've done it before, you can do it again. Use your prior experience. Number three, do your best to not allow yourself to get too hungry tired or stressed. We all know what we're like when we're hungry, tired, and stressed. That is not a nice combo. I don't even like saying that. So let's break it down. Hungry. How can we avoid that? Well, we can make sure that we're having super satiating meals. We can make sure that we're packing our meals and taking them to work with us. We can make sure that we're having them at good times during the day and we're not leaving ourselves too long without meals. And if we are, maybe we have a plan B. Maybe we have a protein shake in our locker that we start sipping on if we know that we're going to miss a meal or if we're beginning to get hungry, tired. How do we handle that. Of course, we get a good amount of quality sleep. I appreciate that's not always easy. That's obviously going to be the first piece of advice. However, if we aren't getting good sleep and if we know that we're tired, then at least we just need to be self-aware. We need to be aware that we are going to be more susceptible to hunger and craving. So we need to stay on top of our meal timings a little bit more. Maybe we need to take an extra snack with us just in case we do get super, super hungry and tempted by other things because of having that extra protein shake or that extra rice cake is going to be definitely better than having the extra slice of chocolate cake, right? So that might be something something to do is just being aware of it more so than anything else. And then finally, stressed. Sometimes it's in the moment. Sometimes it's just something that comes up during the day. So what can we do in the moment to handle our stress? We can take control of our breath. If you listen to the episode I did with Stuart, we can immediately take control just by doubling the length of our exhale to our inhale. So if you're feeling stressed during the day, then we can just take a few deep breaths, make sure we're extending that exhale to resolve a little bit of that. And then outside of work, we can make sure that we're doing our journaling, we're doing our meditation, we're getting enough time in nature. We're doing a lot more, enough, sorry, recreational stuff that we want to do to keep ourselves relatively stress-free. So that is the third and final tip. And my ultimate message here is be compassionate with yourself if you do crave. Triggers take a long time to overcome. Habits take a long time to overcome. So we've got to be aware of this. So if this is your first time trying to be disciplined within the office setting around this time of the year, just be compassionate with yourself and just take the learnings and aim to do better next time. But take on those three tips and I'm sure they will help. Take care, guys, and I look forward to catching up with you tomorrow. And that was the Simply Fit Podcast. I hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode. I feel inspired to improve your health and well-being. Be sure to search for Simply Fit in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. And go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. 
I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.